Yo, 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 y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Show, and we are here on the one and only B96, the block. We on the block with it. Y'all stay right there, y'all. Y'all know what we about to get into. It's Wednesday, baby. Let's go. Making no they bother with me, your father. What you wanna acquire with me? Stutter, stutter like a motherfucker. Yes, yes, y'all. Take it away. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. It's a dream big show on the one and only B96 The Block. We on the block with it, baby. How's everybody feeling out there today? I sound loud in the headphones. Turn me down in the headphones, please. How's everybody feeling out there? How's everybody feeling out there? It's Wednesday. We almost through the week. How y'all feeling? <clears throat> How y'all feeling? Everybody feeling good? Happy to be here? Did you do your grateful list this week? As we uh, signed off last week, I was talking about, you know, my journalism, my journalism, uh, journaling process that I've been doing lately, which is every morning I wake up and I write down at least 10 things that I'm grateful for. Um, and then I <clears throat> open up another book and I write down a list of things that I'm going to get done for the day. Um, so I start with my grateful list express put out there in writing what i'm grateful for all the things that i'm grateful for every day um before i start my day then i read a book get my read in you know feed the brain um then i go ahead and open up my, my another book and kind of get into what am i what do i want to attack for the day what's the plan what's my to-do list for the day right um, you hear me talk about the dream because the dream is big. You got to dream big. Um, but a dream is just a dream if you don't have goals next to it. And so I like to get into setting goals for each dream that I have. And how I do that is I get into my day to day and figure out what it is I'm going to do today that is going to knock out one of the plans for the dream. Um, and that, that makes it real for me. That's the reality. And so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I need some water. Let me get some water. Um, and that's something that's been helpful to me, uh, something I've been doing lately that I greatly appreciate because it, it, it paints a different picture to start my day. I used to get up and, you know, check my emails, check my messages, you know, instantly get into my phone and kind of see, like what's the update? What's the latest? What's going on? <clears throat> and by the time I get to the second half of the day, I'm drained, right? Because I've been focused on opening up these devices and trying to answer back people from the night before, trying to follow up with my business and X, Y, and Z. And I'm not taking the time to just get into me. And so... 
this journaling process has given me the time to just get into me, right? So I, I, I definitely appreciate that. I want to share that with y'all. So want to see where you was at with it. How y'all doing? How's it coming along? How, what you being grateful for? We started it during the winter season, like I said last week. How are you handling your winters? And so <clears throat> as we closed out last season and, uh, of the Dream Big show, and we started this one, I wanted to focus on, you know, the winter season that we are currently in. We got about, what, maybe about four or five weeks left in this season. And we're getting into the spring. And, uh, you know, my good saying is you one of two things throughout the year. You're either good at planting in the spring or you're good at begging in the winter. You pick one. And so how are you handling your winter how are you preparing for your next season? How have you executed the things that you need to execute? How have you <clears throat> done inventory on yourself? Sorry. Man, I got like <clears throat> something in my throat that is killing me. I got to get it out. Pause. But, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. Sorry about that. So, how are we handling our, our season? How's our winter season coming to a close? How are you feeling about it? Um, and, you know, where are we? And so today what we're going to talk about is <clears throat> never giving up. That's one. Talk about never give, giving up. How to fall back on your faith. And when you fail, fail big. Right? The dream is big. So let's make sure we fail big. Um, and I'm going to get into what I mean by that. And so that's what we are discussing today on the Dream Big Show. It's Wednesday, y'all. Hope everybody's having a good week. Hope those that seen the game on Sunday uh, wasn't too disappointed. I'm from up north, so all my New Yorkers and my, my people, my, my good friend, shout out to my man B.I., who's from Philly. Uh, he's a big Phillies fan on all teams from the Eagles to the Sixers to the Phillies. He, he's, a, he's a big uh Philadelphia fan and you know he was rooting for the team he even went out to Arizona to see the game him and his dad and uh man man that didn't turn out so good but it was a great game it was definitely a great game um and so for those that from all my up north family hope he wasn't too disappointed by the Eagles losing uh and shout out to Kansas City for getting that win it was definitely a great game um, shout out to the ref that just did a horrible play at the end of the game. That really changed the course of how that was going to end. Um, so shout out to the ref. You know, shout out to you. You you played a major part in the Super Bowl this year. Um, but it's your boy, Jimmy Doe. It's the Dream Big Show. We're going to go ahead and pay some bills, cut into some music, and we'll be right back, man. We're talking about how to fall back on your faith, how never, how to never give up, never quit. Um, and also talk about, ah, damn, I lost my own train of thought. Um, how to fall back on your faith, how to never give up. And I forgot the last one, y'all, my bad. I'm, I'm, I'm slipping, I'm slipping on y'all. But we'll be right back, let's pay some bills and we're going to come right back. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe, to Dream Big Show on the one and only B96. We on the block with it. Yes, yes, y'all. What's up, my dreamers? Welcome back to the Dream Big Show. It's Wednesday. 
It's Wednesday. I got myself together now. I had, I don't know, <clears throat> a little scratchy throat thing happening. Pause. So I had, to, I had to get that right. I had to go grab me another bottle of water, make sure I was hydrated over here, make sure my life is correct, you know? So today on the show, we are focused on never giving up, fall back on your faith. And the last one I tripped up on, I had to look at my notes. I wasn't looking at my notes, which is fail big. If you're going to fail, make sure you fail big. Uh, So let's focus. Let's get to the first one, right? Let's focus on the first one. And that first one is fall back on your faith. Um, And what I mean by that. So I remember when I first moved down to Atlanta uh, and I was doing my music thing and all my people back home, my folks was like, man, you better have something to fall back on. You better have a plan B. What you going to do if it don't work? And I was so gun hold on, oh, it's going to work. Like, I didn't move out here for it not to work. Like, it's it's going down. I already, I already signed. You know, it's, it's, it's in the works. It's going to happen. Like, I'm just shopping the album around. It's, somebody's going to pick it up. Um, and so there wasn't no plan B at that time. At that time, it was plan A only. And that was my focus. Um, and, and I like where my mind was at that time. Because at that time, my faith was so strong on I'm going to make a way in Atlanta without needing a plan B. It's going to happen from entertainment, from me being an artist. And I believed in that wholeheartedly. Like, you couldn't shake me off of that. And so, as people kept me, you better find a plan B. Well, what you going to do if it don't happen? And so I remember when <clears throat> when the deal didn't happen. And it was just like, man, ain't nobody pick it up or whatever, you know. Kenny going to move on to the next artist, man. I'm just going, you know, I'm going to figure out, you know, work on the next artist project. Work out it from that way. And it was like, see, see now, now, now what? What you gonna do though? What you gonna do? How how you gonna make some money? How you, like, where's the money gonna come from? Like, you gonna be writing these songs? I mean, where where's the money gonna come from? And you know, at I, at the time, I did get a little discouraged. I'm not gonna lie, right? It was like, man, man, you're right. I did come down here. The deal didn't go through. You know, on to the next artist. I'm seeing these other artists work, and. What I'm not taking in consideration is these artists is allowing me to end all their projects. Um, again, shout out to my man Keys, Timothy Bloom, um, that y'all know, uh, and Chanel from Young Money. They are allowing me to, you know, work on work with them on their projects. And I at the time it wasn't I didn't look at it as me still working in the entertainment space entertainment space. I looked at it as <clears throat> I'm just in the studio with y'all. Like I didn't look at it as me actually contributing and still going with plan A, which was making a way through the entertainment industry. That's how I'm going to survive out here. Uh and so because my faith was at the time blind faith and I just believed it so so strong that strongly that even with me not putting out a project of my own, 
I was still awarded to work on other people, other projects. I wrote songs uh, for different brands, commercial brands that I wrote songs for, but jingles, I guess you call them. I didn't know they was called jingles at the time. We was just writing, you know, songs and, you know, they would use it for, uh, <laughs> for their product. But uh, I didn't look at that and I didn't equate that to me still working in the entertainment space. The only thing I looked at was me being an artist, a recording artist, and putting out a project and being known for that. Not me writing and producing um, and A&R and you know, people's project. That wasn't what I, I looked at it as entertainment. And But because I was so focused in on it and just kept working at it and kept believing, you know, I would still do my music on the side, even with working with other artists and writing these songs um, that Kenny got us placements for. I was still going in the studio, like, well, ain't nobody in the studio. It's open studio time. Let me go in here and still record. Because my mind, I might not be the main artist that you're focused on right now, but I'm going to get a project going. Like, it's, it's going to click. Let me just, you know, I'm a little salty about it, but let me just keep working. Like, it is what it is. And so I still believe that it was going to happen. Um, you know, again, I was still a little discouraged because it was on to the next artist. But in my mind, in the back of my mind, it was still like, I'm going to get a shot. Like, okay, I got a verse over here with you. I got a verse over here with you. Let me keep working in the studio so I can show Kenny. Yo, look, look at this next project. Look at these next songs. Like, man, somebody going to pick it up. Um, I kept working, kept working. And so that energy, even though... Um, my main focus didn't happen. Like the main goal didn't happen that my energy stayed persistent and consistent with the fact that I am going to make it in the music entertainment space one way or the other kept me getting other projects that did feed me and did, I did make a living off of, um, I just wasn't the main attraction. And so that taught me to kind of, you know, as I look back at it to say, well, I never, I still didn't get a plan B, right? Uh, it still wasn't a fallback plan. It was just a redirection in the plan. Like, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to be the main artist. I'm not supposed to be the main focus. Maybe I am supposed to co-create and, and work with others and, and, and add my creative um, two cents to a project and then manage that project all the way through and, and see the success of it and, and write songs for uh, product brands and, and be able to, you know, receive royalties and publishing and things of that nature from that, like make a living in that way. Um, and so it, it made me say, okay, well, maybe that was the lane I was supposed to go in. Uh, and, and I still took a stab at it. Um, Y'all heard me on, on maybe about two shows back um, when uh, Ye from the BX, shout out to Yesenia, came through. Uh, and she asked me, what was one of the things that I guess I regret or, or you know, would have wished I'd have kept pushing forward on? And I, I said music at the time because I looked at it as me not being the main focus. Um, it 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 made me fall back in a sense from working on a project for me, even though I still did it, but it wasn't, I didn't go as hard 
because I knew that the focus was the next artist. And so I wouldn't say I regret giving up on the music because I, I still did it. I regret not learning the lesson in that moment that in realizing I am still doing plan A. It's just a different, it just has a different look. I, I didn't I didn't lose anything. Um, it just changed the, the look of what plan A looks like, which is you're going to work in the entertainment space. As an artist, doesn't mean you're going to be the focus artist. You're not going to be the main of, attraction to this. You're, you can still be an artist. Um, and I still contribute my art. And, and still got compensated and still got rewarded for it. And so uh, I wish I would have learned then at the time to look at it and say, I never f fell back from it. I found a, a, a new, I was opened up to a new perspective on what plan A looks like. It wasn't so tunnel vision on me being a rap star. It was more of me being an artist, a music artist that can contribute to the entertainment space. Um, and so I want to, to talk about that today, which is as you're working on plan A, you don't have to think about the fallback. Fall back on the faith that plan A is still going to happen. Now, even if it looks different from what you envisioned it, it doesn't mean you fell back on something else as long as you're still living in the space that you planned on living in in the first place, right? It's like it's like when you go get a car, right? Let's just say you get a car, for example. You're going to get a car, and the goal is to get a brand-new car. That's the goal. Right. That's your the focus is a brand new car. Now, when you get to the dealership. Right. And you might have said, I'm, I'm going to the Mercedes dealership to go get. I don't know the the E400, the E class. But when you get there and as long as you still have the faith of getting a car. You didn't fall back because you couldn't get the E class due to whatever the circumstances was and you had to leave out of there with the C-Class, because the main focus was going to get a new car. I'm leaving here, like my man Denzel said, I'm leaving here with something. I'm leaving here with something. You left there with a brand new car. And so let's not get caught up in what receiving plan A looks like, because what your picture and thought was, Maybe may not exactly be what's deserving for you. You may not deserve that E class at the moment because you maybe you're just not ready for it at the moment. But I'm still going to fulfill. And when I say I'm still going to fulfill, when I speak it that way, I'm speaking the higher self that's letting that's working with you in this force of energy. You're still going to get plan A accomplish. Just be open to the fact that it doesn't look like the image you've seen. Um, 
An- another another analogy to that is painting. I'm a painter. And when I may start a painting and I have all my colors together, I envisioned it to be a particular way. As I start painting and the brush strokes goes this way and the blend of the colors, um, that painting may come out completely different than what I envisioned when I started. But I didn't get away from the plan A, which was I'm doing a painting with these particular colors in this particular style. Now, it came out different than what I thought, which is different could be better. Doesn't have to be less. It just came out different than what I envisioned. And so when you're going for something, whatever that plan A is, don't make reservations for plan B because you are automatically telling yourself that plan A ain't going to work. Automatically. You're automatically telling yourself plan A is not going to work because you have set reservations for another plan. That's just, I mean, that's just basic mathematics. If it's like they say, uh, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Okay, I can get with that. Um, But let's also, let's lean more on the hoping for the best part, right? And they've removed the hoping part for praying for the best because as long as you pray for the best outcome and you believe in what your prayer is then the best outcome is going to happen now prepare for the worst well we must be prepared for any opportunity that that arises right i mean preparation meets opportunity equals success so you must be prepared either way don't go into anything even plan a right whatever you have faith in in that plan well, you have to prepare in that equation, right? I mean, we don't plan to fail. We fail to plan. So, yes, be prepared, but not be prepared for the worst. Just be prepared for any outcome that come about because the outcome isn't necessarily the worst outcome. That may actually be the right outcome. Any outcome you received was the right outcome. Rather, you wanted it that way is a completely different story. Um, And so, you know, I don't want to drift too far into that. Focus on plan A. Believe in plan A and fall back on the faith that plan A is going to work and be open to the results of what plan A looks like. Be open to that. There's nothing wrong with being open to what those results look like as long as they get accomplished. You don't care how your bills get paid, do you? As long as they get paid. As long as they get paid. Right? You go to a homeless man on the street, he doesn't care. or He's not picky in how he receives anything from anyone. If I give you a dollar in quarters, it's still a dollar. If I give you 500,000 in all ones, it's still 500,000. If I give you your dream 
life. And it's going to take hard work and effort and belief. It's still your dream life. It just comes with these things. That's it. Um, and so I, I wanted to deliver that message because it was something that sat on me. It was something that, you know, throughout the course of everything that I do, I, I've, I've seen ups and the downs um, plenty of times, right? And so speaking from my lifestyle, from my perspective, that although I may not have known it at the time, I've always believed in plan A. And plan A is myself. Whatever it is that I would like to accomplish, I am going to accomplish. Now, as I've gotten older, I've been open to what that looks like and when that happens. Because although I may ask for something from God and I put it out into the universe and this is what my dream is and this is the goal to get there, um, when it arrives isn't on my timing. I've learned that now. That's something I just had to grow to. You know, I want it right now. Um, and I still battle with that every day. So it's a, it's a continuous practice. I'm not saying that, like, I figured it all out and I, I got it now. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I've noticed something. I'm aware of something. And now I know how to apply the information and the knowledge that I've learned throughout my years and living of experience. And I, have a diff I can look at it differently. I can look at all situations with a different lens now uh, because I've, I've grown and lived through that experience so I know what I'm looking at. And so I'm here to, you know, just sit and talk with you. You know, this is your, this is your friend, this is your therapist, this is your homie, this is your boy, this is your buddy. I'm just here to talk with you and, and relate with you and kind of share some of the things that I've been through and where I've been able to look back and find examples to say, okay, let me, um, what do they call that? Reverse engineer my life. I went through certain things and I failed. Why? I went through certain things and I've succeeded. Why? I've had years where I've made over 300000 a year. That year. Why? And I have years where I, I've made 35000 that year. Why? Um, and so why am I doing that? It's because so I can have an understanding of where am I, where is my mind at, at the time, what was I doing, where was I spiritually, and so... I don't repeat years that I have more failures than success. And I repeat years that I have more success and less failures. And take some of those failures and have a different perspective of I didn't actually fail. I just learned how not to do it that way anymore. I learned not to do it that way anymore. So it's not necessarily a failure, right? It's, okay, 2017, I, I've done this, this, that, and this. 
And so if I start to recognize in 2023 some of those same patterns, okay, wait a minute, I've done this before. I can stop right here because I know what this leads to. I've been down this road before. I did this in 2017. Oh, I did this before in 2010. Let me not repeat that. I feel like I'm about to repeat that. Let me stop. Go around. There's nothing wrong with that. Because some things you, you may run into that lesson again because you didn't get it the first time. So when you run into it again, don't mark the same incorrect answer. That doesn't make any sense. You should know the answer to that. It's like you ever take a test and at the end of the test, they give you all the correct answers to the test for the ones that you got wrong. Well, but they give you all the correct answers. Then after you see, okay, well, four of these that I got wrong, these are the actual answers to that question. So when you go to take that test again, it's going to be the same questions. You shouldn't get those same questions wrong. You shouldn't. Or you didn't study. You didn't reverse engineer the situation to understand what did I do? Okay, I, I marked this wrong last time. I've seen this question before. I studied this way before. Let me change some things because I know going down this path is going to get me the wrong answer. Right? Common sense. Um, and so though th that's some of the things that I'm doing is to go back on my life to say, okay, no, nah, I can't. This doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Let me start changing some of these things. Um, and, and it starts with me. I have to begin to change the things that I want to change. And the number one thing to that is perspective. I have to have a different perspective on the things that I'm doing. And then I have to constantly practice it. it it's, it's not you get it right, you win the championship that year, and then the next year you come, you think you won't win just because you won it last year. No, you got to continue to practice, play hard, show up to the game the same way you did last year when you won to do it this year and do it again. And then do it the year after that, and then do it the year after that, and then do it the year after that. That's how you keep winning. You can't just walk in off of a championship and just think, I'm getting another championship, but don't practice as hard as you did when you won the last championship. You can't have faith in everything that you want to achieve, then achieve it, and then lose faith. Because you're not going to get anything else. It's like not being grateful after receiving everything that you asked for. Well, you're not going to get anything else. And you may end up losing what you have now because you have lost the faith in the grateful. You're not grateful anymore. I'm here now. I made it. Man, <laughs> man. But now you don't practice any more of the things that you used to practice when you got there. And so it's one thing to study your life and see where you've made the errors and fix them. And it's another thing to continue on fixing the things that you got wrong. And then get to the point where you just continue improving and improving and improving. Don't stop improving. Personal development 
is something that's never ending. You have to continue to practice personal development. You have to continue to grow. Continue. There's no stop point in growing. You got to keep going. Time doesn't stop. So the maturity in you shouldn't stop. And I know for those out there in the world as time is an illusion and all that, but let's just get to the, the surface part of what I'm saying. And time keeps going. And so if time's going to keep going, you have to keep going, but you have to keep going in one or two directions, in improvement or in decline. Pick one. It's as simple as that. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. It's the Dream Big Show on the one and only B96 The Block. You know we on the block, baby. We here giving you this block talk each and every day of the week. But on Wednesdays, y'all make sure y'all tune in from 6 to 8 to hear some of this good old Dream Big uh, energy. Just Dream Big love. And so before we cut into a next, my next song on the Jimmy Hit List, uh, just remember, fall back on plan A. Plain and simple. And plan A is falling back on your faith. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. I'm going to hit you with. Chris Brown is one of my favorite artists. Um, and I've been, I've been digging into crates trying to find some good Chris Brown. So here's a Chris Brown. Call me every day. It's your boy. We out of here. Yeah, don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. I ain't saying we out of here like we about to leave. It's just we out of here to a commercial. Don't go nowhere. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back. What's up, my dreamers? It's the Dream Big Show. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. On the one and only B96, the block. We on the block with it. Yes, yes, we back, man. So, you know, for those that just tuning in, where I left off at was talking about falling back on plan A. And what plan A is, is falling back on your faith. Falling back on the belief that you are going to accomplish everything you desire. Long as you put in that grind, put in that work, um, stay focused, never give up. And so that leads me to my next section, which is never giving up. Keep believing, uh, which, you know, pretty much self-explanatory. Um, but deeper than having faith, right? And so this goes back to uh, show the first show on this season, which is, uh, being faithful and never giving up is being faithful. You have to be faithful to yourself. Um, if you're not faithful to anybody else and, and that's the real reality on, on, on anything that you do, you got to be faithful to yourself, believe in yourself and never give up on yourself. It's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be winter seasons where everything goes belly up. I mean, a winter season that just can't seem to get right. The winter season that everything that you looked forward to diminished. The winter season where everything recedes. The winter season of the recession. 
the winter season of the beggar. Um, you're going to have all sorts of winter seasons. It's how do you handle the winter season. Um, and so that comes into your belief system. Where are you in your mind? We're not saying that you're not going to face hardship. That would be telling a lie. Um, you're going to face hardship. All our greats in, in this world has faced hardship, right? We all know King's story. We all know X story. We all know Muhammad Ali's story. Uh, we, you're going to face hardship. And in each of those stories, the, mo the common thing um, that they all have is knowing how to, or, or, or not knowing how, but coming to the point where they repurpose their life. Um, you have to come to a point where you find a new set of values. Because the first set of values that most of us get are handed down by a broken system, right? It's a system that we are chasing some sort of clout. No matter what that clout is, it can be uh, success, it can be fortune, it can be status, it can be uh, any of those things, right? And we're all looking for some sort of clout. It starts in your grade school. Whether you are the prom king, prom queen, uh, you know, the star athlete or whatever that you go for, you know, to be in whatever club that you want to be in, uh, from your Jack and Jill's to your YMCA, uh, Boys and Girls Club, whatever you include yourself in, a lot of the times it's included for a sense of uh, clout, for a sense of fulfillment that are solely based on what people view you as, not what value you actually bring from within. It's mostly the value that you have attracted on the outside. And if we can get away from that, you start to see life quite different. And you start to see life from a, a space of being selfish and being selfish in a way where be selfish in helping others. Be selfish in giving to others. Be selfish in willing to provide assistance to others at free of charge. Don't look for nothing in return. Just do it because you're supposed to. Um, do it because it feels good to do it. And so when you begin to find new purpose, to repurpose your life's direction, um, it's like the purpose-driven life. Uh, I don't know the author of that book. Uh, somebody sent it to me. Shoot me a text if you're listening. Shoot me the, the, uh, the author of uh, Purpose-Driven Life. Or, yeah, Purpose-Driven Life. And which is an amazing book. And, and when you get to what is driving your life, what is the purpose? What are you focused on? What makes you feel fulfilled? Um, you begin to have a different mindset, right? Um, and I think what people don't understand about mindset is you have to set your mind on a pure intention. Now, that can be 
right or wrong. If you set your mind on that pure attention, that's a mindset, right? You have drug dealers out there who set their mind on the pure intention of moving weight. For those that don't know, moving weight is selling drugs. I'm, I'm from the neighborhood. I'm giving you neighborhood talk. Um, you have scammers who pure intention is to scam. So they set their mind on that. You have those that have pure intentions of being a philanthropist, to giving back to the world. And so they set their mind on that. You have those that have pure intentions on being a star athlete, basketball player, football player. They set their mind on that. And so set your mind on a pure intention and believe it. And don't stop believing it ever, even if you fail. I failed a million times over. I've lost everything I've had twice. And this ain't Steve Harvey. This is just the real truth. This is me. This your boy, Jimmy Doe. I lost everything I had twice. I've had everything I've wanted. Credit score was amazing. Can drive off the lot in any car I wanted to get in. I mean, I was rocking. I was doing good. This is probably what? 2016 or something like that. Uh, I had my own hair uh, business, hair company from 2012 to 2016. Uh, definitely made over at least 100000 a year every year, and that was just in from what PayPal reported. We ain't even talking about cash money. Um, and did that business for four years, and it was a lucrative business for those four years. Um, and coming out of those four years, I went into other industries and – made a good living even with working uh, and had it all. Lived downtown and high rises and things of that nature. Um, and seen it all dwindle away. And when I can look back at that, those years now, I can look and say the first time I lost it all, which is the same as the second time, but the first time was not being grateful for what I actually had and then not being educated on what it is to be grateful at all, right? And so we hear this thing called being grateful, um, showing gratitude. And I don't think we actually know or we are educated behind what that actually means, right? Now, it was easy to be thankful when, you know, somebody, you know, don't, when you just say thank you to someone. Someone bring you a plate of food, thank you. Somebody hold, hold the door for you, thank you. Um, but I'm speaking more of being like wholeheartedly thankful and grateful, like with all your heart about the things you receive every second of the day, right? Um, being grateful when you meet people, when you converse with people, when you share space with people, um, being thankful for those things, being thankful for waking up in the morning, being thankful that you can walk to the bathroom, let alone walk to the store, right? I think we, like, truly, if you really think about just all five of your senses that we just leap over every day we don't even like take a moment and just take in the fact that you can pick up your phone 
you can hear the other person on the other on the other end. You can talk to that person. You can see people when you FaceTime them. You can see where you're going when you walk. You can actually walk. Your legs can move. Your feet can move. You can move your toes, wiggle your feet, stretch. Right? The simple things is getting up, going from your bed to the bathroom. There's someone who woke up today just like you who cannot do that on their own. For you to be able to go in the kitchen and open the refrigerator on your own. There is someone who woke up this morning who cannot, one, get to their kitchen, and two, may not be able to open their refrigerator door on their own. To be able to get out your bed, walk to your refrigerator, get something out the refrigerator, and fix you something to eat. There is someone who woke up this morning who don't have a bed to wake up out of, don't have a kitchen to walk into, don't have a fridge to open, and don't have something to put in their mouth to eat. Um, and so when you break those things down and really just take a look at what you've been blessed with every single day you wake up, just, just look at that. You can walk, you can stretch, you can move, you can do any of those things. You can hear somebody knocking at your door, you can hear your phone ring, you can hear your children call your name. You can hear your loved ones call your name. You can talk back to them. You can see them. You can see the smile on their face. You can smell the aroma when your wife is cooking or your girlfriend, husband, boyfriend, whatever you got going on. It's cooking in the kitchen. You can smell it. Sometimes you wake up and you might not want to smell something that somebody got going on in the next bathroom. But the fact that you can smell it. Um, so I speak of being grateful in that fashion. Are you grateful for the things that you are giving at birth? That you have every single day you're alive. Doesn't cost you anything. Free of charge. Cost you nothing to breathe. Even though they're trying to charge you for oxygen. Shout out to all those that got asthma. Um, it doesn't cost you anything to speak. Doesn't cost you anything to hear. But more importantly, you know what else you can do? You can pray. It doesn't cost you anything to pray. That's priceless. That's a magic trick in itself. The fact that you can pray about something and you know what's going to happen. You know it. That's a gift in itself. You got that. You woke up with that every single day you wake up. Every day you go through life, you got that. Before you go to bed tonight, guess what you got? You got a prayer. You can pray about it. You have what we consider the bare minimum, which is actually gold. It's gold. Everything you can do is gold. You come with that. Come with that. And so once you can get to a, a space where you can appreciate what you already have, then you can 
walk into any situation and have courage in failing because there's no such thing. I can't fail. I got up this morning. I'm about to go get busy on whatever. doesn't matter what I go do. It doesn't matter because there's no such thing as me failing at it. I can't. It's like uh, Thomas Edison said when they asked him, it took you a thousand times to get the light bulb right. Thousand, one thousand failures before he actually got the light bulb perfected and corrected and right. A thousand. So in a thousand and one, that was the light bulb. All other thousand inventions or tries and practices that he's failed at that they don't even talk about, you don't even know about, it don't even matter. Because he did the light bulb. That thousand and one was the light bulb. And he had faith that the light bulb is going to happen. Now you would have thought after the hundredth time of him going after the light bulb that he would have gave up. You would have thought after the 200th time he would have gave up. No. He did it 700 more times and failed. It was a thousand and one. Not just a thousand. You get to a thousand. Okay, I didn't, ten, I didn't, I didn't drop the ball a hundred times. I didn't 10x it to a thousand. I'm not doing this again. And then on a thousand and one, it popped. Got to have faith. You got to stay on Faith Street, like my man Steve Harvey say. You got to stay on Faith Street. The packages arrive on Faith Street. I could be down and out today. I bet you on my mama's life, because she's still with me. On my mama's life, I'm still going in this year. Upwards of making at least 60000 this year, 80000 this year, for sure. And... There's no sign of that happening if someone can look at my books today. There's no sign of that happening. But I can guarantee you, you know why? Because for the last 10 years, I haven't made anything less than 80000 a year. No matter which way it came. That's just me working a job, side hustles, whatever situations that I flipped and did whatever, I've made at least that at the end of that quarter. End of that year, I mean, for the last 10 years, from 27 to 37, or let's just say from 26 to 36, I've, I've done that. And, and how I know that is because I've spent it. See, sometimes we get caught up in what your paycheck may say and what this business deal may say, that you ain't doing collective math. How much money did you spend this year? That's how much money you touched this year. Now, rather, you spent it in bad investments, good investments, you still spent it. Like, you know, they say, for those that got credit, if you're sitting at home with 100000 in credit, 10000 in credit, 5000 in credit, and you spend it, well, that's a part of the money that you touched for that year. Now, what you did with it was your choice. That ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. If you decided to go buy 15 pairs of sneakers, 14 purses, 
went on 25 luxury dinner dates, that was on you. That ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. But what you can't say is that, man, I don't, man, I ain't had no money this year. Man, I ain't had no money this year. How? You got a crispy pair of J's on your feet right now. How? Those came out this year. How? I, I just seen you on Instagram balling out at Josephine's in the section. How? You can't tell me you ain't seen no money this year. How? Oh, because you don't know where it went. That's a whole different story. And so let's focus on keeping the faith and keep it going. Failure is just a failure. That's okay. Just learn from it. Okay? If you know you spent eighty to $100,000 a year and you ain't got nothing to show from it, then guess what you do got to show from it? A lesson. What you learn? If you made some poor investments, what you learn? If you made some poor decisions in your spending habits, what you learn? Because that is the real takeaway from all situations. It's not that you failed a thousand times. It's that you learn a thousand ways how to not do it that way. I can't do it that way. A thousand times doing it the wrong way will let you know there's a thousand ways I cannot do it. That's all that means. Just keep going. Keep trying. Don't give up on yourself. I'm just here to tell you that because I'm a living proof. Don't give up on yourself. Talking about a young kid from New York City, I ain't have nothing when I moved to Atlanta but a hope and a dream. And like-minded individuals that believed in the dream that I believed in. I've been in Atlanta now for the last 19 years. I've been doing okay. I'm not saying I haven't failed. I'm saying I've been doing okay. Even with the failures. I could fail horribly for a whole season. Straight three months horribly, horribly. And then turn around on the first month and the next season and we'll be up. Because I just got faith that it's going to happen. What I've learned in this space is persistence and consistency is the true characteristics of a successful individual. You got to continue to push through. Just push through. And then once you push through, Keep going. Don't just push through to get through the first hurdle. And I used to do that a lot. Like get over that first hurdle. Like, woof, man, take a break. Sit my head down. Woof. Well, 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 everybody. It's been real. Uh, yeah, I mean, kick my feet up. Pass me that. Pass me that drink right there. Mm. Yeah, it's been real, man. They seen that? You seen that hurdle? I just had to get over. But it's nine more hurdles ahead of me. The race ain't over yet. The marathon ain't over. And so what I've taken and learned from my previous experiences is 
don't stop after you get over the first hurdle. We ain't won the championship yet. Not taking the quick wins. I don't need a quick win. I'm in it for the marathon, man. I'm 37 years old. I've been doing it this long. I might as well be in it for the marathon. Ain't going nowhere. God got a plan for me. And I'm telling you, I've, I have failed horribly over and over and over again. But God got grace over me. God got favor over me. Because I have people in my life that continue to show up and push me through. It's that constant reminder. It's just God's people. They don't even know that God working through them just to get me the message. Man, come on. Get your black self up. Keep pushing. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you messed up. Drop the ball. Again. It's okay. Get your ass up. Excuse my language for all my my grade school and high school. Appreciate y'all that be tuning in on my, my young youth. Because uh, this message is really for y'all. Um... Just come on, get on up. Keep it going. It's going to be okay. And I keep getting up. And because I keep getting up, I know that the energy that's out there is real. I know that the handling on my life is real. I know that my people have a major part in what I'm doing. God got favor over me. I'm telling you, man. Years back from now, your boy is supposed to be slammed up. God got favor over me. And so for me to give up knowing that I got favor over my life and I can see that and I'm aware of that now is to, it's like slapping God in the face. All right, man, I've been pulling you through, bro. Come on. You can't if you sit down now. I ain't never putting you in the game, never. Ain't never putting you in the game. It's over with. And so, um, I'm just here to let you know that don't give up. God ain't gonna give up on you. Don't give up on yourself. You can fail. Look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I think one he was. He said he missed nine thousand shots. 9,000 shots. He missed 26 game winner shots. He missed 26 of them. It ain't stopping him from shooting. Kept shooting. He is what we consider to be one of the greatest players of all times. And still lost 9,000 games. Still missed 26 game winning shots. What we talk about is the six rings and the MVPs and all that. But he still failed. He got cut from his high school team. I mean, he failed. And so let's not get hung up on our failures. Just fail and fail big. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big Show on the one and only B96 The Block. I hope y'all tuned in. I ain't want to get too preachy on y'all. You know, like I told you before, I am, you know, grade school when it comes to anything that's Bible-related, religion-related. But I'm a spiritual being, and I know that throughout my life, 
spirit has played a major role. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't know any other way to give it to you. And so make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all stay close. Don't go nowhere. We're going to go pay some more bills. And then we'll be right back. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. Y'all stay right there. Let's get into some music, y'all. Shout out to all my dreamers. Appreciate y'all. Y'all keep showing up each and every Wednesday, tuning in, listening, seeing what I got to deliver. I'm just here to share my story. Like I said, I'm your friend. I'm your therapist. I'm your homie. I'm your buddy. It's your boy. You know? And I'm just here to give my side of what I've been through, right? Uh, something I spoke on earlier, as you know, when I when I watch interviews and, you know, shout out to Dame Dash. Um, I, I watch a lot of his interviews, and I like that he speaks on the point of view of what he experienced. And so for me, this is my experience, my opinion. This is what I think is the right way to do life this game called life which is not a game i mean you should take it very serious uh and so i'm just here to give you you know my story my my when i when i'm aware of uh last the 37 years of 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 my movie uh this is what i'm here to to give you and so you know a lot of people ask me why dream big and for me, it, that's always what it's been since I've been a child. Um, since being in grade school, it's always been dreaming bigger than what my situation is at the time. Dream big. I knew I didn't want to be on East 100th Street in Harlem. You know, I know I didn't want to be on East 125th Street in Harlem. <laughs> I know I didn't want to be on East 96th Street. You know, like, I, I don't want to keep going from you know, New York City housing project building to tenement building to project building, that that's not what I wanted, you know. Um, and so, actually, it's 124th in Park, so that's East 124th. My bad. Anyway, it's not like I know, but I want the story to be accurate. So um, I knew I wanted more than that. I knew that I didn't want to continue to sneak my brother clothes to school so I can be fly. I wanted to buy my own clothes. I wanted to, you know, I envisioned having my own and being in my own. And, and you know, so it's always been, that's, that's the dream that was big for me is to be able to have my own. I don't want to keep sneaking his shirt in the bag so I, I can wear it to school and be fly and his Gucci and his Coogee sweaters and things like that. Cause I ain't had Coogee sweaters. Uh, you know, my brother is four years older than me, and you know he get out and he, he he worked. You know, like I said, we didn't we didn't have it all. We was a pretty much on the lower in lower inside of a middle class, and you know we were blessed and fortunate to have what we had. I will say that, um, but it wasn't the freshest. I wasn't the kid in school that always had the Jays when the Jays came out in that time. You know, I didn't have the iceberg. Snoopy shirts and the Snoopy pants. That was big in New York um, on the East Coast. You know, if you had you some Iceberg, you had you some 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 Coogee, Coogee sweaters, you know, not the single color, the multicolored Cosby sweater, 
you know, if you had one of those, you was like the man <laughs> in the city. Um, and, you know, I didn't have the Mermont coats and, the, you know, the North Face and all that. You know, I, I think I had a, a, I had a goose down for sure, but it wasn't the, the name brand. You know, I ain't had a Gore-Tex boots. So, you know, that was dreaming big for me was to get to the point of, being able to get those things myself. Like, I want my own Gore-Tex. I want my own, you know, J's. Uh, I remember when I got a pair of uh, Grant Hills in in high school, and I was like, <laughs> I'm fresh to death. You see these Grant Hills? Grant Hills was popping back in. What was this? As I'm talking high school. This is, what, 99. So the Grant Hills was popping in 99. Um, and so... I had me a pair of Feli Grand Hills, and it was on. I was like, huh, y'all see me fresh. You know, I kept a pair of, you know, the Air Force Ones and stuff like that. And so to be able to be like, man, I want to get the Iversons. My brother had the Iversons when the first dropped with the blue toe. Then he had the red toe. My brother was fresh, man. But, you know, he worked. He was always someone that's like, man, I'm a grind. You know, he was working since he was 16. He worked for the city, city doing – um uh doing waste he was doing waste in the city at that time which is interesting as he got older he wound up working in the city doing construction but that's just a story coming full circle we ain't gonna stay on that but you know to to he always worked he always like had to go get it um and so for me being that I was younger and you know I wasn't working I was just you know at the time I was actually in the boys choir I've always been into music, so I just wanted to kind of stay in what my craft was and just go to school. That was it. And so I used to sneak his stuff. You know, he used to have the Versace shirts and, the, you know, he was fresh, man. And so that was dream big for me was to be able to, you know, man, when I get there, I wanna, I'm, I'm going to get all, everything that I wanted to get. I'm going to get it. And, um, and I did. You know, I, I I dreamed that was my dream big goal, and as I became an adult, I did uh, because it was a goal of mine for so long that even as an adult, I didn't lose sight of I still want it. Now it don't equate to anything. I didn't bought all that stuff three times over, and it still didn't. I mean, for the moment, I. I it, I was fulfilled, right? It was like, all right, I, I got it now. But when you buy it three times over, it becomes not really a fulfilled dream. Um, it just becomes something that you uh something that you didn't have that you long for and you wind up now achieving, it's like, well, this doesn't really have the same value as it. Now I see the value isn't really there at all. The value is perceived value, sentimental value in a sense. Like I had an emotional attachment because I wanted to be looked at, you know, that status quo, you know, that image to, you know, in school, like, look, I'm fresh. And, you know, because I didn't, it wasn't my own. It was, I wanted to be able to be fresh on my own and, even when I got there was, well, that's still not fulfilling. That's, you know, I, I can't do anything with that. And so, um, and so when you ask me why I dream big, it's, it's a childhood thing. And, and, and it's, 
always believing in that the dream is bigger than life. As long as I can dream about it, then it's possible. Um, and and I dreamed everything that I that I have, right? Um, and that's why I say, you know, I believe in the law of attraction. It, it's a real thing. Some some people look at it as hocus pocus, but it really isn't. Um, it's understanding the universal laws, understanding the law of attraction, the law of gratitude, um, the law of language, right? How do you speak to one another, uh, rather that's body language, um, words, you know, just being able to converse and understand a different language and diff different people speak. You got slang. Um, you got the unwritten word, which is, you know, I can feel what you're thinking. I can feel the energy that's in this room. And so I believe in those things and I've accomplished a lot based on those beliefs. And I've attracted everything in my life, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, I know I attracted those things to me. And so now that I'm more conscious than what I was before, like me wanting to be a rap artist, you know, was something that I did in junior high school, you know, when DMX album came out, um, when Mace first album came out, Home World, like, I seen myself like, man, I want to do exactly what they do. I was a big L fan. Um, I was, I don't, yeah, most of y'all probably don't even know, heard of McGruff. You know, these are Harlem legends. Like, McGruff was nice in the city. I was a McGruff fan. Um, you know, even throughout, I'm talking about AZ, you know, nature. Like, you're talking about real rappers in, in the city, in New York City. And I, I inspired to be that. Like, that was a, a dream. And when I got the chance and I came and, I'm, you know, I met Kenny and Kenny moved me to Atlanta and put me in a studio and was like, yo, here go your dream. And didn't say it in that way. He didn't say that. But that's pretty much what happened. Uh, that I attracted that with, my, with me not even understanding the power of law of attraction at the time. Just believing that. And doing that over and over and over every day and believing in that over and over and over every day, um, it came into fruition. I received a contract to be a rapper um, and got an advance from it. And so that was a dream that came true. It was a dream that I attracted. And so I look back on all of those things and, you know, like I said earlier, reverse engineer. How do I take what I've done in my life, go back and apply it now with different practices, with more appreciation, um, and continue to practice it. I'm not perfect, but I can be consistent. And I think that's what life is all about. It's not about being perfect, but you can be consistent. Just be consistent. And, and I think that goes a long way. People don't understand it. Just be consistent. And so um, that leads to my part of fail big. If you're going to fail at something, fail big. Fail big. Because then at least you knew you, you fought for something real. You know, don't, don't fail at uh, getting your driver's license. 
don't fail at uh, not getting to work on time. Like, those are minuscule things to fail at. Like, why are you failing at that? You know, fail at something huge. Fail at an invention that you are working on. Fail at a creation that you're working on. Fail at, you know, anything worthwhile. Fail at that. Because it keep you going. Going back to my theory of Thomas Edison. The light bulb. That is a huge deal. To trap electricity in a ball and be able to provide it to the world, I will fail at that over and over forever until I get it right. Because once you get it right, it's life-changing not only for you, but for the masses. So if you're going to fail at something, fail at something big. Because anything that you fail at that is big, it keeps you going until you get it right. Until you get it right. You fail at something that you don't care about, it's not going to mean anything to you. You probably just walk away from it. It's like people going to get jobs and not careers. You fail at a job, it's, okay, I'm going to go get another job. You fail at your career, it makes you improve. It makes you sharpen your skills. It makes you become more valuable in the marketplace. So you won't fail at the next opportunity of your career. Let's stop failing at jobs and let's start building careers. Let's start building places where you can provide others with careers. Let's fail at big goals. Not just small over here. You got to think big. You got to think big because it costs you nothing. Shout out to my man Dame. Like he said, dream big. It doesn't cost you anything to dream big. It costs you zero dollars to dream beyond the stars. Shoot for the moon. If you miss, at least you'll land on the stars. You got to dream big. And when you dream big, you are okay with failing big. Because you know on the other side of that is success. A broken clock is at least right twice a day. You're going to get it right. Don't be afraid to fail. Embrace failure. Embrace failure. Like Denzel Washington said one time, if you're going to fall, fall forward. At least you can see what you're about to hit. Right? Fall towards the thing that you're going after. That's the only way to fail. It's your boy Jimmy Doe. It's the Dream Big Show. Make sure y'all come back and rock with me next week from 6 to 8. We had some technical difficulties, so for the last 15 minutes, I'm just going to give y'all some good music. Um, shout out to all my guests that came through on the previous show. We were supposed to have my man Sharif come up and talk about the trucking. He couldn't make it, but we did get him on the Dream Big podcast. Um, so for all my dreamers, y'all be on the look for that. We're going to be launching... The first uh, three episodes of season two on March first for the uh, for all my people on Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, on my Patreons, y'all be on the look for that March first. Uh, some of the interviews that just due to timing and scheduling, we couldn't get on air and, and get in the building. 
Uh, we will still have those, so y'all make sure that y'all just pay a visit um, to the Apple Podcast. And it's Dream Big on all platforms, so you definitely tune in with your boy. Uh, shout out to my B96 family. Y'all know who it is each and every week. I'm always going to give you your flowers, man. Shout out to my boy, DJ FDS. Shout out to Daz. Shout out to BZ. Shout out to the whole family. Uh, life. Shout out to Life. Uh, shout out to everybody on the team. Um, I like to mention these fellas just because they definitely reached out to me in a time where I was just in limbo trying to see how I was going to make sure this show continued. And, you know, they just came through just at least to check in. Hey, man, what's up? Everything good? You know, you, you, you know. so I always want to give them their respect for that. It's your boy, like I say, Jimmy Doe is the name. Dream Big Show is the game each and every week. Now make sure you got tune in for the good stuff. It's your boy. Let's get into some music. Mm-hmm. 